The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Are you a JBuds mini kind of person? Those are the smallest earbuds on the market by a major brand. They're compact, they fit on your keychain, they are perfect for on the go, and they come in really cute colors. Or are you going to do the JBuds Air Sport, which has a secure fit, they're sweatproof, and they have the be aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. Well, I need that because I run outside. You always got to be on alert. Okay, I'm getting some of those. You can do that too. Use Nikki25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com. To find your kind of tech. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. This is Nikki Glazer Podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer. Welcome to the show. Um, we're doing one a week, two weeks in a row. Is that correct, Noah? Yes, one a week. Because you and I are both on vacation. I'm in Australia right now. And where are you? I'm getting married. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> I'm so glad we dedicated half an episode to my Australia trip and didn't even mention <laughs> the, the, what a good friend I am. Not knowing oh, the timeline I, of my friends' lives, the most important moments. I don't talk moments. about it. It's me. I don't talk about myself. I don't know how to talk I about know, myself. But, uh, so, okay, let me ask you about that. If you're someone who doesn't talk about themselves a lot, Brian's here as well. Hi, Brian. Hello. <laughs> um, so, the, okay, I, someone who doesn't talk about themselves a lot. Off. You, I project what I experience when people don't know things about my life that I feel like they should. Or I don't, I don't, I'm not really bad about it. I actually am very forgiving and I understand like if someone doesn't, I've maybe gotten hurt one or two times when someone doesn't remember something that I think they should. But as someone who doesn't expect people to, or doesn't talk about it very openly, do you get hurt when people don't remember significant things in your life? At like friends that are like, if, you know, no, you don't, you're not. So at that's interesting. So that, that works then you don't reveal a lot. You don't expect a lot back. Right. It, well, I, I try not to have any expectations of people because it always leads into uh, disappointment. But it's um, so I sh- healthy. I should be better at talking yeah. about myself. And I learned I how agree. to. I had to learn how to do that in therapy. I did not learn how to do that at home or growing up. Yes. Back I'm to a, therapy. A little bit better at it. But like when it's like big occasions where I'm the center of attention, uh, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> what, what's uncomfortable about it for you? I think it's like all eyes on me makes me feel very uncomfortable. So what, but what is that fear? Like what's going to happen if all the eyes are on you or like, do you even know how to articulate it? It's just, um, it's very hard. Yeah. We're waiting for your reply. Yes. What's your reply? (laughs) (laughs) We're all wearing sunglasses. I'm wearing sunglasses. Noah's wearing, um, swim goggles and Brian is wearing, 
um, like science basketball. lab goggles yeah. or or um, Tim Allen nerd on a basketball court no, oh, goggles. Yeah. Robert Ori. <laughs> yeah, that guy. He's probably doing the right thing. I bet in 10 years, everyone's going to wear goggles and be like, it's like the ski helmet thing. If you oh, go yeah. skiing, there was, we'll get back to Noah's wedding eventually, but <laughs> um, there is, a, in, if you go skiing, if you were someone who skied frequently in the past 15 years, I would say 15 to 20 years, there was a time where no one wore uh, protective gear on their head. Insane. No one wore helmets at all. It, like children, to, like adults, uh, pros, no one did it. And then, like, so, uh, you know, we lost Sonny Bono, uh, Natasha um, Richardson, Liam Neeson's wife also died from falling seeing. There was some, like, couples, there was some, a Kennedy, I think, skate, skied into a tree or something. There's been, um, so there was, like, awareness about it. But then there was a shift overnight. I mean, there was maybe a period of 10, 15 years that I didn't go skiing regularly, but it went from no one wears helmets to everyone. And we go like, how could, it's like smoking on planes. How could we have thought this was good? But smoking on planes, that took like decades to happen. It was, well, it was overnight, was except for the fact that you didn't ski for 15 years. But, yes, I know. But like, that's still a short <laughs> yeah. amount of time for something to shift so drastically. Yes. I do acknowledge that. I, yes, that's part of it. That I, I did miss a big window there. But doesn't that seem pretty fast for something to be that um, uh, overhauled? Back and, in the 70s, like hardly anybody wore seatbelts. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess by the 90s, seatbelts were like absolutely ubiquitous. And by the way, if you don't wear a seatbelt, you're such an idiot. I you, keep forgetting. You are the biggest idiot. I keep forgetting this. And then every like five or six years, I, I look this piece of information up and I relearn it and I go, what? And that piece of information is that, um, you know, Sam Kinison uh, died in a yes. car crash. And Oh, yeah. Every five years, I forget that, and every five years it's I look wild. it up, and I'm like, "Dude, that story behind that? Have you? Do you know the whole story?" So he was driving. What I know is this: he was driving back from Vegas after getting married. It was yeah. He got married for like the second uh -huh. or maybe third time. I'm gonna have was, you guys pull up this clip on YouTube of Sam Kennison, the story of him dying. He but was at the peak of his life. I think he was so he was probably so happy, and then a yeah. drunk driver mm -hmm. uh, swerved into his lane, hit him head on, Fuck. and he. So I don't like two-lane highways. It's probably because of this fucking story I saw on VH1 one time about his death. But he was not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, big mistake. Yeah. You're so stupid. Like, I always tell... And, and I don't... You're an idiot in the sense that, like, you're just... You're kind of an idiot if you don't do it. And I, and I mean that with love. Because Chris often doesn't wear a seatbelt because I think... I don't even know what it is. I just always try to remind him, if you die because you weren't wearing a seatbelt when you easily could have been... Everyone kind of goes, oh, it was their fault. Like you are looked at as kind of an idiot. Like it's you kind of go, well, they had it coming. Like it not, not really. It's still tragic. But I go, you don't want to die that way with a story that's because you weren't wearing a seatbelt. Were you also wearing a backpack with one strap on? Like, do <laughs> you also wearing sunglasses and had your backwards cap? On? Like it's just like it's all these dumb things. It's like it, do it doesn't look cool. Were you also smoking a cigarette? It looks cool, but it's bad for you. You walk and it doesn't around even your look backpack. Cool to not wear a seatbelt. You walk around with your backpack unzipped, so if somebody robs you, you can't so cool. complain. <sighs> That's true. I yeah. actually, you're so right. I would not. I don't. I would think that I wouldn't complain. I'd go. I did it to myself, mm -hmm. but I just don't think that happens that often. But if you and also, and I've said this point before, but it absolutely bears repeating. When someone's not wearing a, a seatbelt in the car with you, they are a threat to you because if the car flips, their body flails all around and knocks you in the face and you get head trauma from their 
body that's going 60 miles an hour or whatever it is yeah. in your direction. Oh. That's what happens. So I always say to Chris, I don't care about, I'm not even asking you for this for you. It's for me. I don't want to die. So will you put this on for me? So, cause sometimes people go, I don't care if I died. It's like, well, then it, will you care about me? And it's, it's nice to other people. It's like not looking at your phone during a movie. It's also for the person that hits <laughs> you. I've learned from that. Um, what was it? It's also you wear a seatbelt for the person that hits you because if they hit you and then you die because you're not wearing a seatbelt and that person just killed somebody. When oh, if you I didn't were wearing, even think about that. If you were wearing a seatbelt, you might not have died. You just caused so much trauma for that person. Yeah. And also, yeah. do you really want to die going through a windshield? Or like, worse. does that sound Imagine good you, to you? Windshields are pretty strong now. You'd probably just hit the windshield no. and make that like crack. Oh, dear. <laughs> Let's change yeah. the subject. Yeah. Oh, God. It's not like the Sam 70s. Kinison. Yeah. No, wait. Can I say something cool about the Sam Kinison thing? And this is the thing that I like am really. So he, he's someone that like saw God when he was dying. So like, yeah. I think it was who was opening for him was right behind him. Was it Henry Rollins? It was Matt Reif. <laughs> he was around back then. He's that's how good his work is. Yeah. He is 67. Um, no, uh, it was some comedian, I think it was Henry Rollins. I'm remembering this VH1 thing that was called like called like behind the funny or something. And there was a clip about this guy. It wasn't even a clip. I saw the show when it was on VH1. I think it was Henry Rollins for some reason. But someone okay. that looked like him following behind Sam Kinison as as he crashed. So he came upon the crash immediately. And uh, held him as he died. And when Sam Kinison was dying, he's, what was his last words? Noah or Brian, will you look up his last words? Cause he said it beyond. Oh, okay. Oh, really? he said, I don't want to die. And then I don't want to die. Said, and then oh, he goes, okay. oh, oh yes, that was the story. He goes, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And then he just looked relaxed and he goes, oh, okay. And just like drifted off the story. Oh, that's just sad. It was a 17 year old who was driving the other car. Oh, yes. 17-year-old, but drunk driver. And I, I, I say this. If you drive drunk, right. you should have your yeah. head cut off. If you drive drunk one time, you should have your head cut off. No. Really? It was his brother yep. who was following him. No. I, you know, the, the drunk driving thing, I got to say. I, I Yes. Horrible. Horrible, horrible. But the person who's deciding to drive drunk is drunk. You know, like, I have compassion because they are hopefully an alcoholic but the, the choice to drink knowing that you could end up driving is so reckless when you're of your right state of mind and mm -hmm. i don't believe in free will but when you're of your right state of mind and you decide to drink when you know you could drive um yeah you're a total piece of shit but i do I found his last words yes so it's, it wasn't okay 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 it was before that okay um That's so Steve basically jobs, <laughs> jobs literally then, his oh no it was oh wow oh wow oh wow Oh, he was seeing um, the, the iPhone 17 in his head. He was picturing the, the 18. He was like, oh, God, they're going to be so great. And then he died, left us with nothing. Okay. Uh, okay. So um, his brother, with uh, the help of friend Carl LeBove. So basically. Carl LeBove. Yes. Kinison began to look off into the distance and began talking to a force unseen. He said, yes. ready? I don't want to die. I don't want to die. He told the force. LaBeouf explained it was as if he was having a conversation, talking to someone unseen, somebody else, but some unseen person. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Right. And then he asked, but why? Then paused again and then responded, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. that was the story. It was like, you saw him grappling with the idea of death. And then when it suddenly was hey. imminent, he was like, so okay with it. And I remember watching that and feeling like really um, happy that that was 
the outcome. Like, well, like I was like, okay, that made me not scared of death because he seemed, they, they described him as so at peace. And maybe that's the story they're telling themselves and they don't remember it correctly. And this, you know, whatever. He was but, actually going, no, yeah, no, don't I take mean, me. That's what he yeah. did. He was a screamer. He would go on stage and he'd scream. And then his last words were a whisper. That's not an, that's not his persona. Oh, Sounds fake to me. <laughs> Sound, no, but you know what it is? It's just DMT being released in your brain. That's the last chemical that gets released into your brain before right. you die. Oh, and you start yeah. to see all these things and you generally, this wave of calm washes over you. That's the, that's the one thing that's that awesome. sucks about, um, about being that's a suicide so nice. bomber. Oh, they don't get that. They don't. If you blow up or something like that, you don't get that final DMT hit that makes you feel calm and comfortable and oh, potentially shit. see something where your body like knows it's going, so it sends yeah. off this chemical, but you don't have that because it's so fast. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a reason um, to not. You shouldn't kill be a suicide bomber. Yeah, that's or that's blow such your a reason to out. not. Yeah, to not blow your brains out. You have to have that moment fuck dude yeah you just blew my mind because yeah i want to trip dmt someday but i want it to be when i'm dying yeah. like, i want to experience it but i'm i would be so scared before then like what's want, the one that neil brennan you. did that he said i think dmt was what neil brennan did yes and he said um it was horrific he can't describe what happened he truly like yeah. i've tried he's such an articulate person he cannot describe what happened but he does not get depressed anymore i haven't checked on him since then um, mm. is he okay actually? No, I haven't checked out, but he said that it switched his brain off. It worked. It cured his depression, his lifelong depression that he was seeking for um treatment for for so long. He did it. But he said the experience he had, he would never do again for a billion dollars. I believed him. He was like, it was the worst thing ever. He couldn't really describe why it was the worst thing, but he suffered like he would have like kind of flashbacks to it for a couple months, but that it cured his depression, his like horrible suicidal manic depression. Yeah. Um, but he also wouldn't wish it on his worst enemy. So I'm like, oh, okay, great. I'm glad there's a solution out there. That's the worst thing possible. <laughs> That's but the then one on the other drug. side of it, you're fine. No, I don't know. I don't <laughs> like roller coasters. People do shrooms and they have revelations. People yeah. do ayahuasca. But the one drug where I've seen people take and then legitimately permanently change oh, is no, DMT. LC? No, oh, it's DMT. DMT. Really? People do DMT and they become a different person. It's almost like, I mean, it doesn't happen to everybody, obviously, but for some of some people that I, I have known, yeah. they do DMT and then they become just like totally disconnected from outcomes. Yeah. And it changes their oh. per personality, which is maybe healthy or whatever, but it also makes from them outcomes. Like, yes. Yeah. I wonder if I want to be, I would love to be disconnected from self and other judgment, but from outcomes, I guess that would actually be pretty freeing in, in a lot of ways. Well, it's part of being disconnected from yourself because you're now viewing yourself as part of the whole of the universe. So your own oh. personal success is not really a factor. It's like your success. Oh my God. It would absolutely change me then. If that was the yeah. realization that I was able to come to, I wouldn't be able to do anything I do. <laughs> like, yeah. My life, I, it would be impossible if I didn't um, feel like I was a special individual that needed special or like need like... I don't know. Do you do you think that you need love still? You just well, don't like, seek it in uh, invalidating ways or whatever. I think you just feel the love of the universe. I don't know. I've never done it, enough. but from what the people have described to me, I, I know I knew two two people who changed dramatically, and then a few other people who took it and just like mm -hmm. had revelations. But the two people that changed dramatically, they, they just felt like they were constantly feeling the love of the universe, and perhaps they were in a state of bliss. But I have to say, from an outsider's perspective, it makes you almost insufferable. You oh yeah, I don't want to become that. Just this floaty, like, 
you know, like, it's like, you're what just do you want too for, happy. What do you want for dinner tonight? You know, it, it doesn't matter what we eat for dinner. Who cares? Let's just eat, enjoy the fruits of, of, it's uh, the way a whatever the person. fuck they say. Yeah. Like, I don't care, but it's just like, I don't care. <laughs> like, it's a different side of, yeah. Like, when you're depressed, you're like, I don't care. They're I don't know. Like, everything's just, yeah. It's one too... of these guys went really nuts, though. He really. So much gratitude. Too much yeah. gratitude. Too much gratitude. Too Okay, we all know everything. this person uh, on Instagram and TikTok. The person that's just always, like, just able to conjure this, like, you need to love yourself. And as a woman who's aging, it's your duty. And I'm like, you have perfect hair and you have perfect skin. You're 60. You look 34. This is all very easy for you to say, yeah. ma'am. But it's like, maybe <laughs> oh, that's what's behind. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, she, she like is leaning into her. She's actually so beautiful. And I do get a lot from her videos. But on days where I'm not feeling very good about myself, this woman irritates me because I'm like, if I looked like you, I wouldn't really give a shit about my looks either. But that's not fair. She's still allowed to have opinion about that stuff and try to promote, you know, like Jamila, J uh, Jamila Jamil. I always uh -huh. almost fuck up her name. For me, a And that's so embarrassing. I just don't say her name fully. I just call her Jamila. And then when I have to throw in the next name, that sounds very similar. I'm not being, I'm not saying anything. I just mix it up. Um, I get nervous. It's the same as when I say take for granted. Mm -hmm. and grant i i want to say granite and i get so nervous that I, for I i want to say granted but i get so nervous when i'm about to say it that i fuck it up i i struggle with people's names so much mm -hmm. and i'm always really embarrassed when i have to bring someone up on stage that has a weird name that i think i might oh, mispronounce and, yeah. and therefore insult their ethnicity i yes. get like i get so nervous and then i end up doing it every time it's so embarrassing yeah People say my name wrong all the time, and I don't uh, get upset about it. But I don't I care at all. My dad is very like, they said Glasser, and I'm like, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it was just a, a, it's a show in a, at the funny bone. It doesn't, it's, yeah. it's fine. One time but, in an email um, to Kelly, who edits our videos, I said, I'm missing brains because I didn't have Brian's video or something. Yes, and brain he's like, must happen all the time to you. Oh, God, he's like, I'm missing, missing brains. missing your brain. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, sometimes Maybe I'll get like, uh, uh, like a spam <laughs> emails that say dear brain and it's like, couldn't even fucking get it right in your spam email. Yeah. That would just be bots copy and pasting. And maybe it means yeah. you didn't get it right somewhere. I, that actually does bother me. Brain bothers me for some reason. Whereas if someone yeah. says frange or, or, or frangy or something like that, I'm not brain upset. should bother you, but brain it's funny though. that bothers me because yeah, that's why it bothers me because people th find it so funny to I'm say sorry. brain frangy. <laughs> and it's like, why? Because, because I'm wearing are. these goggles. Is that yeah. why? <laughs> it does. It kind of suits you. You are a brainiac, I would say. Yeah. I, um, you take that as a compliment, right? Who doesn't want to be a brainiac? I would love to be a brainiac. A brainiac means I've never had sex, though. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, <kinda> <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does imply, but it doesn't have to. Not the one that I you this. You are a brainiac that fucks a lot for sure. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's they my, are out there. That's my persona, too. <laughs> Um, isn't persona. getting brain a sexual act? I got oh, brain. Yeah. She gives good brain. Oh, all right. Well, that's is that when your dicks yeah, goes all the way up there? Uh, whoa! Isn't getting no brain way. like a, a term and if that gangs use when they're talking about killing somebody when you shoot really? someone in the head, you brain them? Oh shit, that's good. I yeah. like that. Yeah. No, I think it's this. I think give good brain means. 
Give good head. We got to look it up. I Give like good brain. Too. I've never heard. That I think before. it's in. Um, it's in whatever you like. This the Ti song that Anya does. Hold on. Oh. Give good brain meaning. Give good brain. Is a slang term usually referred to giving oral sex? Yes, usually thank God. to a person oh, with a penis. I'm hip with the kids in 2001 <laughs> when wow. that song was written. Ugh. Yeah, I, yeah, I doubt two, they say 2021 it now. was this article on oh, okay. uh, popbuzz.com. Recently. The internet's most uh, trusted viral news source. Um, what's the most recent like word you've heard that you're like, what? Oh, there's a bad one that's uh, coming out that um, I don't think is going to catch on that Allie told me the other day. Um, and it is, fuck, I just forgot it. Damn it. I hate when that happens. God damn it. You know what? Yeah. Say say less. That's say my less. favorite one. Say oh, less. Yeah. I like say less. It sounds almost insulting, but it's supposed to mean like, no, I got like, I got it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I'm, I think less, Riz just com- came and went. Yeah. There was like a bre- there was like a No, I think week- it's I think it's stuck around. No, cuz too many adults are saying it. There was a 3 week period where Riz yeah. was it and now and now you see on like Fox News where someone's like um or as the kids <laughs> are saying Ron DeSantis has no Riz and it's like okay, it's over. That's the that when it's being said on Fox News it's over. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to stick around. I predict. Let's revisit in 6 Let's months. Let's Riz visit. Someone remind us in six months to revisit and see if Riz is on the Riz or on the downfall. (laughs) So, okay, say less. I was right. It is a slang way. It's a concise way of expressing agreement or acknowledgement that you understand what someone is saying without adding further comment. It's I like it because it sounds insulting. Because like Mm -hmm. say less, like ugh, say less, just talk less. You're annoying. But it's just like I got you. I love it. Okay, Uh, we got to go to break. We'll come back um, and I'll say more. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is. I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh, I don't even want to wear anything in it. I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to Quince. I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater and I said, where did you get that? And she was like, it's cashmere. I was like, ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a 
fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in L.A. And now they are all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the U.S. and the U.K. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at Don't Tell Comedy dot com and then use the code Nikki for 20 percent off your first show. 20 percent off. That's freaking good. If you're in the market for some new headphones because you keep losing yours, the ones you shell out hundreds of dollars for, stop doing that and just go with the JLab JBuds line. All of their products are compatible with the JLab app, so you can customize your sound to your personal preferences. They've got so many options. They've got the JBuds Mini. It's the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They can fit on your keychain. They're actually so small that you can sleep with them in. They come in five cute colors, mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink. I'm obsessed with them. Or there's the JBuds ANC3, which is their smallest active noise-canceling true wireless earbud. And then, if you're a sporty person, there's the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, they're sweat-proof, and they have a be-aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. What I want you to know is that JLab is now my preferred brand of earbud, and now they can be your preferred brand. All you have to do is use code Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. That's a lot, you guys. Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. We're back. Um, we're wearing sunglasses this episode, or at least I I was wearing sunglasses. And then Noah, oh, you gave up on the ski- you know goggles? why? Because my goggles. Sorry, I felt like they were sucking my eyes out. Oh which yeah, that has happened. My my brother goes scuba diving, and one time I saw him, and his eyes were all like bloodshot, and I was like, "What the fuck happened to your no. eyes?" And he's like, "I accidentally the moved pressure. my goggles, and the pressure Ooh. sucked his eyeballs." <laughs> And they strained yeah, his eyebrow. Uh, that's eyeballs. because he's underwater, though. That's not because of the goggles yeah, alone. But that's what was happening to me. I feel my eyes. Are well, I just wear a dress on YouTube that I'm flipping up my glasses because it these glasses are polarized and they make it so I can't see the screen. So when I do this, it you guys are literally I can't see anything. Totally wow. black on the screen. It like takes it away. So that's when I that's why I keep going back and forth. Yeah. Um, okay. That's cool. We were it's talking good to be able about to do something. What? Oh yeah, that's, yeah. It's good to have a little task. It's like having a cigarette. <laughs> but I keep dropping coffee on myself. Um, I went, we we just recorded, we're doing two back-to-back episodes and I like went to Starbucks to kind of break up the, Oh, you did? to feel like I did. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I ran over there. Um, And I'm trying to think of anything the monumental app, but no, it was but just do, my friend I, Lauren I ha- was there. I have the uh, other word, just, just to keep it on the same oh, yeah, topic please, for please. a second. Yeah. Copium. Have you heard that yet? Copium. Copium. Are oh, kids yeah. using that word? It's on. It's used on Twitch a lot. It's um, copium. Copium. It's a combination of cope and opium. So it's oh. used satirically and is a joke term used to describe a fictional drug that one consumes after suffering a loss, defeat, or disappointment. Oh, so you need some copium, man. Yeah, because you just lost. It's often this game. said when people try to make excuses for a failure or who try to spin something that's decidedly negative into a positive. What? So here's the, I oh, didn't trip. Like, I was just trying like, a new dance move. Dude, copium. I don't get what that means, but no, I don't think copium is going to catch on so much no. with the regular people outside of Twitch because it's just, I don't think it sounds very cool. It sounds like, no, it sounds like a drug or a, a genus yeah. of a, a type of flower. But it is being said, copium. Because I guess it is a fl- opium. It's a part. Oh, is it opium's a flower, right? I think poppy, I smoked opium one time. Seed. I, the, the weirdest drugs outside of pot that I've done, I think I did opium in high school. 
but I don't wow. remember. I just remember it looked That's like a, a little black one. rock. Yeah, I, it didn't affect. I don't remember it affecting me in any certain way. And then I did salvia, which is so oh. stupid. Yeah, I'm so what mad at myself. Like? Well, I haven't heard of that one. Why is it so stupid? Dude, because if you watch videos of people on it, people get so weird and almost pass out and just their bodies contort and they look like they're having a, an epileptic seizure. They, they look horrified. Oh, wow. And it lasts a very short amount of time, but then you come out of it. Luckily, I did not have that reaction, but I could have. Like, it's very well documented all over YouTube. Watch people on Salvia. It's disturbing to watch. Mm. And they are freaked out. And I read on Reddit all the time, like, what's the one drug like you don't recommend? And people are like, Salvia. It fucked with, like, talking about DMT and stuff. It fucked with me so hard. So I was lucky that I didn't experience that with it, but yeah. I did smoke syn syn synthetic weed in Indiana. Mm. Oh, Dayton. I was in Dayton. Uh, oh. I remember it was the day of the Royal wedding. I forget oh. what year that was. I remember it was on TV, but I was staying at this comedy condo in Dayton. And I, there was this guy that I was working with who had kids and was on like parole from like a drunk driving thing. And so he couldn't smoke weed because they drug tested him. So he was like, I got the synthetic weed and it looked like Easter basket, like stuffing, you know, that like grass. Oh, plasma yeah. grass. Sure. And you smoked that. And my heart, I thought I was going to die. I literally was considering writing a note or, and I started like, I, I, the joke I wrote after it, and this is not even a lie. I started like cleaning up because I literally thought EMTs were going to have to be called because my heart was be being so fast and I felt so crazy. So that was the one time I was like, holy shit. And yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you smoking something that looks like plastic? Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. But I was just young and dumb, man. Yeah. Like, I wasn't trying to hurt myself, you were but like, I wasn't thinking. Now everything has plastic in it. That's true. I was. I was smoking <laughs> microplastics before we were drinking them. Where it was cool. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Uh, and then I smoked weed out of like a Red Bull can. And then I realized that I was just, you know, smoking. You just smoke aluminum? What the yeah, fuck? Insane. Or like a Bic pen? Plastic? Oh, yeah. What? You're not even supposed to like microwave a plastic thing for 10 seconds and eat <laughs> something out of it. Yet you are inhaling the plastic fumes, which I did many times in creek beds in Kirkwood, Missouri <laughs> through high school. It's insane. So, um, if you uh, if you look into Nikki's glasses, if you hold them into a specific way, because the reflection of the uh, screens that we're on are in her glasses, it looks like she has big giant cartoon eyes. Oh, really? Like, hold your head up and to the right a little bit. The, oh yeah, I see yeah, it. She's got big giant cartoon eyes. Oh my god, it does look like it, I can kind of see it through it. It looks like almost like I'm uh, um on like ants. The the CGI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So go to YouTube if you want to see those. Oh, wacky yeah. cartoon eyes. I hope it looks Nikki. good in, on the thing. I'll, I'll keep looking up this way because I actually can see better can because they the polarize slightly less. You can Is look this through, one good? That one's great. It looks like okay, perfect good. I'll cartoon hold eyes. <laughs> oh my <laughs> okay, God. Yay. It looks Hopefully, like we added a filter cat. to Nick. Like if you, I can you, see it. You kind and this of is good because I can seriously see it. My neck will start hurting, but for yeah. now it's good. You can turn your head the exact other way and you'll also get cartoonized because you have the other screen. Hold on. I'm trying to keep <laughs> the little it. dots in the, in the middle. Yeah, there's now there's two. There, yeah, there you go. There, there we go. Oh my God. It really does. All <laughs> you right, really got to tune into our YouTube yeah, if you want to experience this. And I can't, I can't be too aware of it. It's hard. Um... So, uh, Taylor Swift is coming out with a, a new uh, Albie and, Copious. um, yeah. And I haven't talked about it yet and I know it's been so many weeks, but it just happened for me because we're pre-taping these episodes. It happened how many nights ago? Grammys were Sunday and it mm. is now Wednesday. So just want to walk you through my experience. Um, I was on the red carpet 
for the Janie's Fund. Janie's got a fund uh, <laughs> event. And there was a woman who interviewed me and I was talking about, I already talked about, I was talking about the foster system and how foster care system and how women get out of it and they need help, whatever. Answering those questions. And then this one girl was like, can we talk about Taylor Swift or some, something like that? And I was like, yes. And I go, I think tonight I'm trying to find the video. I'm desperate to find this red carpet interview it, or even just find the girl who it was so I can go, hey, can you give me that footage? I said, Taylor Swift is, everyone thinks she's going to do a re-announce of her re-recording of Reputation because that's what's next. We just know it. She's giving all the clues. Um, but I said, I actually think she's announcing a brand new album. Wow. I I know I know that's a lot to say, but I, I don't think it's going to be Reputation. I think it's a brand new album because there's just been, I just had a sense because the hints were not giving over the top reputation. There wasn't like a ton of snake. There's been snakes in her outfits and like she's dropping Easter eggs here and there. All of her friends turned their profile pictures to black and white about two or three weeks ago. Um, and this is, again, I'm talking to like two weeks in the past right now. So this was five weeks to you. But like, right, I would say two weeks before the Grammys, th maybe three weeks, everyone in her circle, including Travis, turned their uh, profile pictures to black and white. But it, and everyone's like, oh, that could be reputation because reputation's imaging is like black and dark and snakes and s like black sparkles and like it's that vibe. So everyone's like, oh, this is her teasing reputation. It's coming up. But no, once you see what this album is about, this new album called The Tortured Poets Department. Did yeah. I get that right? Can you like have know. it up in front of it? Okay, for now. Um, I just now re re memorized it. I don't know about other Swifties, but tor Tortured Poets Department was not sticky in my brain, in my Brian that night. Mm. I like kept thinking it was the Tortured Poets Brian. Committee. the <laughs> Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets Society. Yeah, like that comes into it. And so it was just really hard for me to get. But I think I TPD, I, I think is what we're going to call it as Swifties because mm. it's just a mouthful. Toilet paper dick. But yeah, t <laughs> toilet paper dick. That's what I'll call it. And that's could be her next album. Mm -hmm. Um, she could like Ice Spice just came out with a song about fart and it's number one. Or it's like on the Billboard charts. It's the first song with fart in it. I've always said charts. that. You got it. Farts are number one. You do fart song, You've number one. Never said that. Always say it. I you said predicted it every, that? I said on every I episode of the podcast. Interview. Oh, really? I've been on almost a hundred episodes. I've said it on every one. You just gotta <laughs> find it. Um, but I predicted it. And anyway, so, because it just felt like it didn't feel over the top reputation to me. And it turns out if you look at the now styles of these different albums of what she's given us of this new one, it is not reputation at all, but it's kind of could be. So we all got clowned hard mm, on this one, which is damn. what we call it in the Swifty community when we think she's going to do something, then she doesn't, or we think one thing and she does other thing. The, the emoji is a clown. You just go like me, me on April 19th and it'll be like a clown. Like we know she's going to clown us. Like we think she's going to do this. She's going to go that way. And she totally clowned us, but not me. I knew. But mm. I was coming out of the bathroom. She won. I'm running down the bathroom in these like seven inch heels for like from, I'm at the Palladium. The bathroom's like in the lobby. So imagine the Palladium's like going to a, a place to see a play, you know? And so it's just, like you, the bathrooms are out in the foyer area, like removed from where it's being shown on the screen. And I just hear her when I don't see it because I'm in the bathroom and I'm running out and I have to run down these marble stairs, like this whole staircase, wow. like, like I'm like Cinderella at midnight, mm -hmm. like, oh, before, and I'm running down and I, I, I hear her win, but thankfully while I was running, she was getting to her seat. So I missed all of her, like, you know, high-fiving everyone and hugging someone. But by the time I got in the room, she was then perfectly on stage ready to talk. So I didn't miss that. And I was so excited. So then I ran and I gave Chris my camera because I was like, I want to get a picture of me with her. 
like, you know, winning. And I was, cause I was so excited because it was, um, her first thing that she won was, um, best song, I think for antihero. I'm sorry. I don't remember it right now. I should do that because she's my best friend, but, um, she, she looked so beautiful. I was so excited. And then she says, you know, and I want to tell you something that I've kept secret for two years. And we're still thinking like, could it be reputation? Because yeah, she could have been keeping that secret two years, but I just knew. And she's like, I have a new album coming out. Um, and I am so fucking excited. And I, I know it's annoying. I know Swifties are annoying. I just have to tell you as a Swifty, I can be really obnoxious sometimes. And I know it's like overblown and over the top and it's like, roll your eyes. It feels so good when you hear that your favorite thing is about to have more of your favorite thing. Like just imagine that your team wins and you get to watch them play more in the playoffs mm. or whatever. Like it's just more new things of the thing you love the most. So it is a amazing feeling that this bitch is so goddamn prolific. Was there anyone else at your table that was a Swifty? No. So you had uh, to deal this with was this hard. on your own. I was looking around. I was like, I vibed my table to see if anyone else was a little bit over the, like, even like, you know, just really had a lot of respect f for her or like, not obviously everyone respects her, but I just thought someone would be, you know, even a moderate, uh, to, but I was looking for moderate, a moderate to severe Swifty was, mm -hmm. it was the range that I would have liked. <laughs> um, but I, there was no one, but there was Chris who knows how it, much she means to me so he was excited that my friend won and I know that feels stupid but I, I don't think she's my friend I'm not saying that in that way I'm just saying like for I have had friends win these awards I've had friends like a best friend win an Emmy and the it's the same feeling so I, I you can say like she's not your friend like when Swifties are excited about Taylor winning these things you someone can always be like you don't, uh, you don't really, she doesn't feel like, she, this is not the way you react if you, uh, she's not your friend or whatever, but I'm here to tell you, I have had friends when enemies, it is the same feeling. You are feeling a real thing that is like, it means something and makes you feel good. So lean into it, bitch. But I had to pull back a little bit because I just was trying to be cool around my new famous friends. And it just wasn't the vibe to be like, hey, yes, like it was, <laughs> people were like talking about their kids, showing pictures of their kids, talking about other stuff. Like it was just... People weren't even watching. And for me to be like, she won. Can you believe? So I was fur furiously texting Nor Hadidi, who is my uh, my one friend who is the biggest Swifty that uh, as big as I am. And um, like right on the same level. She's severe, uh, chronic Swifty. And so we were texting back and forth about like, oh my God, she did it. And I was like, Noor, I predicted it. And she was like, you did. You said reputation. I go, oh, fuck. I didn't tell you my new prediction. Because ah. I, I wanted it in writing. I was searching our chat to be like, I know I predicted this. But um, yeah, I was so excited. And so then. That's how I felt about 9-11. What? That I, I predicted it, but nobody so had it in writing. <laughs> <laughs> you do wonder, like, if you went back in time and could stop 9-11, like, how you would convince people. You would just go like, hey, will you just like screen people extra hard at this airport today? Like, and you could have, or these airports. No one would ever believe you. No, especially no, not No, but back you could then. just be like, I have, I have, you know, information that. Uh, and then you'd get arrested and you'd get Yeah, they'd be like, how do you know this? And you're like, I'm from the future. It's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's going to be as crazy as American Nightmare when they were like, these guys come in with wetsuits on and put headphones over our ears and goggles. Speaking of goggles that you were wearing, if you saw American Nightmare, the story, the way in which this guy kidnapped these people was so 
crazy that he definitely sounded like he had murdered her because he said this guy was wearing wetsuit and put, you know, music on in their headphones and then made a little square for them to sit in. Like it was, everyone was just like, oh yeah. And then did the guys (laughs) climb out of the sea and try to kidnap your girlfriend? It's like, we know you killed her. This is ridiculous. It was as if he said, I'm from the future. So yeah, you'd be fucked with the, I'm from the future. That would be um, a funny movie. If, like a guy's from the future, he keeps trying to so- he keeps trying to prevent tragedies from happening, and no one believes him. And then he, and then they keep happening. He's like, "I told you, I'm from the future." Yeah, that's and, interesting. And they're a, like, "No, we think you're the cause of it." Like, yeah. what? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay, Tragic someone comedy. make that. <laughs> someone, someone steal Brian's idea. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> okay, wait. I have I have a uh, conspiracy theory questions about this. Yeah, album. please. Before yeah. we go through the track listing, if you have anything to say. So, um, Joe Alwyn, is this he's, album about oh him? Boy. He's he says it's not a he, great week to be Joe Alwyn. Yeah, he uh, says not a good he has week. a boy Joel chat. Lose. Yes, that's okay. Called so he did. The yes, this is man club, and we all knew about this. This was in an interview a while ago with Paul Mescal that he did, where he said that they have a group chat called the Tortured Man's Club. Is that Which what it's called? Um, it's called the uh, the Tortured Man Club. Okay, so yes, mm. they, they had done an interview where I think it was for Vanity Fair where they admitted that they had this chat. And this was months ago. It might have been even when Taylor was still with Joe, maybe a year or so ago. And um, yeah, that's, that's definitely possible that she could be hinting at that and making fun of that a little bit. Um, but because I do think there's going to be something... I, I think she's going to take herself not so seriously as we all think she's going to take herself with this new like whole poetry thing. Like I think she's she's going to have like a wink. She's going to be winking at us throughout it. So I don't I don't think she named it the tortured poets department because she's like, I'm a tortured poet poet and I'm the co- commissioner of the or like, you know, the chairman because she's she does have that list of chairman Taylor Swift or whatever it is, which I think it's all like f- fun, funny. I uh-huh. think it's funny. Um, Otherwise. I'll have to, I'll have to, you know, reassess. Once I hear the music, the music's going to be amazing no matter what. That's what we know. Mm-hmm. I don't care what she's doing uh, with the the branding of it. Like, I, I actually, I, it's not that I don't care. I just, whatever she means by it, I love it all. I think it's gorgeous. Her photo on the fucking cover of this new album is so good. It's so sexy, but it's like not over the top at all. But it's like, she's wearing a sheer top her mouth, her lips are partially opened in a perfect way. She looks stunning. It's hot. It's sexy, but it's also indie and cool. It's just, she nailed it, nailed it with this album cover. I think I love it so much. And then the track listing got released last time with midnights. She would give us a a new track like every twice a week. I think it was all of a sudden she'd post on TikTok this midnight thing where she would get a call. She'd be in this room and she'd get a call and she'd be like, the next track is vigilante shit and then but it was oh she would pick a ball out of the thing she would roll this like lottery ball and then she'd be like oh i'm gonna reveal check three so you would just get a random one every night and we were freaking out because we're like she has a song called vigilante shit she's putting shit in the fuck she just started cussing two albums ago now she's saying shit she like doesn't give a fuck that was so exciting and then you know so the track names are so important to being a swifty because you get to like have this whole experience of like imagining what it could be and being like oh fuck um, and so we got all of them in one night. We had to wait for so long, which I'm a little bit sad about because it's fun to just get something new every so often. But I think the tracks got l- leaked on TikTok, which people are saying, how could that happen? She keeps her circle so tight. Like if you want to listen to a Taylor Swift song, if she is like, hey, this other artist, will you listen to the song? Someone flies to that city 
and brings them the track to listen to and then Mm -hmm. takes it away on a physical device. It does not get sent digitally ever, ever, anywhere. So um, she doesn't fuck around. But people are saying that because records take so long to print, it's someone involved with the record, like some Mm. printing of the record. He did it. He leaked it. Post one. Um, I'm so excited he's on uh, the first track called Fortnite, which people are saying that Fortnite might be about how he, Joe plays so much Fortnite. Oh, <laughs> brother. Oh Dude, can you imagine? Slam. It's such a good word, too, and it fits with the aesthetic and, and uh, like being a poet, like saying Fortnite, but yeah. then it being a song about him playing too much Fortnite is fucking brilliant. And so just like, dude, I really do feel bad for Joe Alwyn, but mm. like, He'll be okay. He'll be okay. I don't, I, I'm just, I'm like, what is he? Poor Joe Allen. Cause what do you do in defense? Like you've signed all the NDAs. You really can't give an interview in which you talk about her. And if you want to talk about her in your art, as she's talking about you, what are you going to act really mad one time? Like, <laughs> what are you going to, you have you to write, write a character. A, you have to write a movie. Yeah. But he how write a movie hard is that? Where he's do from that? the future and he's oh, coming he back a- to tell everyone about nine 11. <laughs> He has, you know, like I artistically, I want him to have the freedom to respond because I think it's fair. Like Chris always wanted to start a podcast for men who get talked about on podcasts, (laughs) like their girlfriends do podcasts. And so they just go in and listen to the podcast and then comment on their side of things. And I'm like, do it. I think that's a great idea. I will be, I'll, uh, I'll own up to this stuff. But uh, I I think that it's, it's, it isn't fair if someone is not able to reply, but it's like, what if your girlfriend is a comedian and gets to talk all about your relationship and your job is like you, you tap dance in musicals. Like, what are you, how are you going to like, you don't write plays like, or you are an electrician. Like you, I guess you, but if you sign an NDA, you can't write about someone outright. It's, it's okay. I guess you fiction as, or, uh, as Jacqueline Novak said in her last special, they got the blowjobs, and isn't that enough? Yeah. Yeah. Blowjobs are pretty great. So, like, these guys dated get. Taylor Swift for a while, and it, that's, you know, that's oh, is the that price what she's saying? It, Jacqueline says it too, is like, she's talking about, about all these talking. guys that she uh, gave blowjobs to, and that, and she's like, but is it, is it, uh, is it uh, offensive to them to be talking about them like this so intimately? And she's like, I'm not going to name them by name, but also, they got the blowjobs, and isn't that enough? Yes. Yeah. That is, oh God, I love that. Yeah. Um, we've, I think Jacqueline and I have blown the same people. So I think, uh, wow. or same person, oh, one of God. the same people. Because oh. I remember us both being this, uh, I was very jealous of her at first because she was just a beautiful girl, my age, blonde hair, similar features. I'm like, and so funny. So I remember being like, who is she? And she had this amazing, like, I think it was on MySpace. She had this photo that she just looked like a fucking angel. And I'll tell you more about it after the break. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which 
it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they are all over the country. 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If you're in the market for some new headphones because you keep losing yours, the ones you shell out hundreds of dollars for, stop doing that and just go with the JLab JBuds line. All of their products are compatible with the JLab app, so you can customize your sound to your personal preferences. They've got so many options. They've got the JBuds Mini. It's the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They can fit on your keychain. They're actually so small that you can sleep with them in. They come in five cute colors, mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink. I'm obsessed with them. Or there's the JBuds ANC3, which is their smallest active noise-canceling true wireless earbud. And then, if you're a sporty person, there's the JBuds AirSport, true wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, they're sweat-proof, and they have a be-aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. What I want you to know is that JLab is now my preferred brand of earbud, and now they can be your preferred brand. All you have to do is use code Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. That's a lot, you guys. Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. We're back. Jacqueline Novak, whose new special, um, what is Get it? Get on your knees. Get on your knees. Such a good name too, but I mm-hmm. couldn't remember. But um, she's amazing. And I used to be, yeah, I used to look at her from afar and be like, God, she's like everything I want to be. She reminded me of this girl in high school who I really admired. Um, Jen Shoemaker? No, Lisa Schumeyer. Lisa Schumeyer mm. was also a girl that I just was like, she looks like me. If I could figure out how to just tweak myself a little bit, like I can see myself looking exactly like this girl. If I just figure it out, you know? Lisa Schumeyer's flares always hit on the ground perfectly. Like uh. not too baggy where it would be like, you would get like a fold at the no, bottom. No. There's a name for that. My stylist just taught me it, but I don't know what it is, where it kind of like crunkles at the bottom because it's too it's, long. It's called crunkle. So there's two crunkles on the bottom usually for me with either, cause they're too long, but hers would hit. It would crunkle just that little seam, you know, the little mm. end part of the, so it wouldn't even be that be like half that, that, but it would never, if she raised, if she crossed her legs, it would still be at that level. Like Damn. I don't even have to do it. They were just, I used to just, stare at her the fit of her jeans and how they would gracefully lay perfectly across her Birkenstock and then they would crumple in the front because you have to have like a little crumble but in the back there wouldn't be too much crumbling they were never dirty and she had this like hair that she could just like put back like her hair you could tell dried straight 
Uh, like, fuck man. you. If you're Damn. a girl whose hair dries straight, I'll just t- speak for frizzy haired bitches. We resent you. And I know that you resent us because you want to have curl in your hair. So it's like the grass is greener. But man, I really mm. admire girls that can just their hair dries straight. Mine does now because I have enough weight on it. But when you are have short hair as a girl with hair like me, it doesn't, it drives, drives mm-hmm. crazy. Um, frizzle. Frizzle. Yeah, Miss Frizzle. It's frizzling out. And um, but yeah, wait, who was I originally talking about that reminded me of this girl? Jacqueline Novak. Yeah. So Jacqueline, so Jack, Jacqueline, I remember finding out about her because the guy I had blown. And was like, I liked final thought. Um, and like always wanted this. I always wanted this guy to like come back around. I, I saw him like hanging out with her and I was like, oh God, like she is the better version of me. Like he mm. did it. And I was really jealous. But then I got to know her and um, she's so amazing. And Have we talked so about her special yet? Nice. On this pod. And so, I haven't watched it. Oh, well. So I can't yet. Uh, and I'm so embarrassed I haven't because... Uh, uh, I I owe it to it her and I promoted it. Yeah, I will. Watch it on the it, plane. I think it's hard for me right now to watch other women's specials because of that competitive nature in myself of being, I just don't, I, I'm avoiding things that I th- know are going to be great mm-hmm. <laughs> because I have a special coming out and I've just reviewed mine and I can't take mine back. Like it's in, it's in the chamber ready to shoot. And once it's shot, I can watch other specials. Yeah. But right now when I'm like, I could change it, which I can't like mm-hmm. there's some, thing in me that's making me not watch um good comedy specials especially from um beautiful b- blonde women which there seems to be only like she doesn't seem know. that blonde to me she i, I always view her as a brunette really yeah okay yeah. all right well now i can watch it I like dark yes blonde. <laughs> wait did but you I, t- you can talk speak to it how did you feel about it um i thought it was an incredible piece of art hilarious and i feel like she you know, she's been working on this special for five years, so I would expect it to be like extremely particular and wording and things like that. Yes. But this is like above and beyond. I feel like she's somewhat invented a new form of comedy that marries poetry and stand up in a way that yes. it's a genre bending piece of work that totally is going to inspire seen, a new generation. I think the clips wow. I've seen, it is absolutely, it is totally tortured poets department. Yeah. It's <sighs> funny poetry. Yeah. It's like leaning into that style, but also mocking it sort, sort of uh, having fun within it mm-hmm. um, while also like honoring it. It's totally TPD. There's going to be a generation of barred graduates who are going to try stand-up comedy and do it like Jacqueline Novak. And yes. they're not going to be gonna as be good. A- it's going to be like when they were the baby birds. No, she's brilliant. Dude, she wrote a book about depression. I should read that book since I've been feeling depressed recently. I did. I never read that book either. It's like, I just have to say I have a lot of talented friends that do a lot of things and I don't always get to all of them and I feel bad admitting that. But I, I'm going to read that book because that's actually what I need right now. But yeah. can we just... Or watch um, the Great Depression. Maybe that. Oh help. yeah, yeah, oh, Gary's. Yeah. I loved that. I loved that a lot. Um, Gary Gary Goldman. Goldman special. Yeah, the Great Depression. Uh, yeah, I should watch that again. You're right. And Neil talk about Debre- Neil Brennan. Um, he has a lot of comedy about depression. But um, uh, tor- tortured poets department track listings. I just want to say, um, we're about to get a really good album. Like it's going to be so much fun. Some of these titles are just like. Someone kind of talked about how this album is probably the stages of grief and her breakup because she only gave us the song You're Losing Me as the song about her breakup with Joe. And she probably wrote it about um, him before they broke up this last time. It's probably written between two breakups or before the first breakup. Um, So that song's amazing. You're Losing Me. It's like 
perfect for anyone who's going through a breakup and the struggles of like, it's it's written from the perspective of someone who's like telling someone the first time, like, I have a question. Hey, we have to end this. Yeah. About Taylor's history. Has Please. she ever released an album while in a relationship with a new guy? Or is this, yeah. this kind of new? No, there's oh, Lover was all about falling in love with Joe. Mm. But she, she teased her else? love with, yeah. Huh? No, like now she's with Travis. Travis. And yeah. it, let's say some of the songs in this album are about her relationship with Joe Alwyn. Has she been in this kind of situation or was she always broken up when the album came out? Um, and like, no, no, she's been in this situation. She's been on the next one. So Joe definitely dealt with, well, he, she was more coming out of the Kanye Kim stuff that he dealt with that. But I think, yes, mm. there's Travis is going to have to be okay with her writing about other guys and being sad or whatever. Like a, a part of me was like, he can he, he handle this? Mm. Yeah, because she's fucking, I mean, because it's going to be undeniably musically fucking perfect. But um, it's it, like he, she's over that guy. So she's writing about being over him because the first part, there's like four quadrants people are kind of separating them into. I think she actually separated them. Uh, side A, side B, whatever. CD. And then, um, but it it's like the stages of going through relationships. So the first part is about breaking up with Joe. The second part is about... Um, or like when they broke, we're talking about breaking up, breaking up, and then her rebound with Matt Healy. What is the third? Mm-hmm. What are the tracks in the third quadrant called? Um, so long, London. Oh, yeah, that's him. Her leaving Joe. Joe is London. He's from London. He's he's mm. the guy from the song London Boy. So that is okay. straight up going to be like oh. bye, Joe. Yeah. yeah, can't wait. But Daddy, I love him. But Daddy, oh. I love him is a shirt that was um, Harry Styles wore. He is pictured with it maybe more than once. It says, "But Daddy, I love him." It's also from the Little Mermaid. She says, "Daddy, I love him." She doesn't say "But Daddy." She says, "Daddy, I love him," which is released in 1989, which is Taylor's birth year. So people mm. think it could be, and that is a, oh a story God. of a woman who lost her voice because she was so in love. Mm. People are okay. speculating that the Little Mermaid could be okay. uh, related to that. But What's Daddy, the, fresh out the slammer. Fresh Out the Slammer is she's out of the prison she was in. Mm-hmm. So this is the first, this is when she's out. She's And by the way, this is all, I get this all from a TikTok guy who broke it down and he was, he's amazing and I wish I could credit him, but I don't remember him. But he, he kind of put this all together. Not all of what I'm saying, but the thing about Fresh Out of the Slammer, because after Fresh Out of the Slammer, it's Florida, right? Yeah. So Florida is the date, because there's one song called Something Florida. What is it called? It's just called Florida with three exclamation three points. Three exclamation points. And it's uh, featuring, featuring Florence and the Machine. Yes. So Florence and the Machine is going to be on it. That's going to be amazing. And Florida, Swifties have discovered, is the first date that she had after her breakup. Like that uh. she was performing in Florida. So that's like something happens in Florida. And then comes the Matt Healy stuff. But Daddy, I Love Him might also be Matt Healy. We're not sure. Um, and then... Uh, and then t- the the ending, I think the last couple songs or on the f- the fourth part is going to be her coming out of it and meeting Travis. So we might get like a whole um, si- wow. life cycle wow. of a breakup into the new life, which I'm so excited about. I need mm. this so badly. I just cannot wait this long. It's f- the it's the four the nineteenth of April. April. When are you due, Noah? Uh, end of April. I'm, I, but who knows? Oh my God. My, two things the, for me to look forward to. I, I mean, oh I God. get that th- this is such a great win for the Grammys. It's going to be such a good... Uh, yeah. That they, you know, Taylor Swift announces her album dropping at the Grammys. I mean, how I know people said that? it was lame that she did that and I'm like, why? Well, there is a there is one thing that I, that bothers me. It's that yeah, her please. boyfriend's in the Super Bowl this weekend and now this is being totally overshadowed because she just did an album thing. The same weekend that he's going to be in the Super Bowl. Um, 
Why or they can both have their moment. Everybody's talking about like her album. Everyone. But the Super know. Bowl... Uh, now nobody cares about the Super Bowl anymore. No one's talking true. about that's it. True. No one's. Everyone's. Oh, is someone no, feeling hurt talk, that no we, one's talking about sports? No one's and talking all. about the sports, and everyone's talking about <laughs> Joe Alwyn. So, I'm sick of Joe Alwyn. That is really interesting, Brian. That you think that she's stealing a spotlight. Listen, n- not a horrible theory. Interesting theory, but I just don't think that's it. Mm-hmm. But I can also see, this is ha- this a- episode is coming out five weeks after the Super Bowl. But. Okay, maybe yeah. <laughs> But maybe by now it's been proven either right or wrong. Yeah. I like that she wore a white dress to the Grammys. Especially oh, with everyone talking about engagement and all that, I I don't know if that oh, was like interesting. A drop. I didn't even think of that. Oh, oh I have so much to say about the tracks, but we have to go. Um, we we learned a lot today. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm gonna I'm still in Australia right now. Next week we'll be back with yes. fresh episodes, two a week. Thank you guys so much for holding out. Um, we might not have commented on a huge thing that's happened in the world since four weeks ago. Nuclear war. Yeah, if you're listening to this from a bunker, oh my God, can you believe this fucking happened? I know, me too. I predicted it. All right. um, Bye, guys. Have a, a good weekend. We'll see you next week. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.